Pack fans today, we ask this. What do you care about now that you know your school has received the notice of allegations from the NCAA? It's all about the Mark Gottfried era. It's all about the Dennis Smith Jr. recruitment, or maybe not quite all, but the big stuff is all about the Dennis Smith Jr. recruitment and Orlando Early and Mark Gottfried and their roles in that recruitment and the purchasing of a player through the family with the help of a coach or coaches, etc. What do you care about as a Wolfpack fan? And what do you not care about as a Wolfpack fan? Because what I hear from almost every Wolfpack fan that I know or listens to this show or tweets at us or emails us is that we don't care if we have to vacate the one lousy season where Dennis Smith Jr. was on our team. And y'all know that one of the sanctions the NCAA offers is exactly that. You vacated that year. Now, if you're Louisville and you won the NCAA title and part of your sanctions for one scandal is, yeah, that banner has to come down, that hurts a lot. If you're NC State, you did bad things. You got caught. You're dealing with this notice of allegation. We're a long way from the verdict and the sanctions, but you're going to get something. The FBI evidence is significant, and under the new rules, the NCAA is allowed to lean on that evidence. As we come to Mike and Kerry, who has, a, I think, an entertaining answer to our other question of the day, 1-800-849-2761. If you don't care about that part of the Wolfpack picture, what do you care about? Tell us at 1-800-849-2761. I will answer the various questions that I have received on that, including will the Wolfpack get the sledgehammer from the NCAA? I'll remind everybody of this. The NCAA cares about a lot of things. You can't understand NCAA compliance issues as I have covered them for 32 years without understanding that they care who is the bad actor. Who is the bad actor? Is it a Wolfpack fan someone, somewhere in Alaska that they've never seen and never met and maybe even never collected a dollar from in their booster organization? Or is it a former head basketball coach or his lead assistant? Like one is sort of close to the heart. The other, the NCAA knows that you can't govern every last one of your fans and boosters as they're scattered all over the world. Now they can get you in trouble. Don't get you wrong. Don't get me wrong. But the penalties are way more severe historically when the wrongdoer is not some nameless, faceless person halfway around the world versus somebody who collects a paycheck from your university at the time he's doing the things in violation of NCAA rules. The other things that matter: what rule was violated. In the criminal justice system, y'all know there's a difference between a felony and a misdemeanor. The NCAA has big rules and small rules. This is felony-like, not misdemeanor-like. Some of the other things the Wolfpack did wrong, more misdemeanor-like. Paying to buy a player, that's a felony. That matters. How extreme was the violation? Giving somebody a parking pass worth $80 while you were recruiting them is a violation of NCAA rules. It's not extreme. Paying tens of thousands of dollars with your coaches involved, or in one case, not doing enough in the eyes of the NCAA, that's way more extreme, of course, than a meal or an $80 parking pass. You can't forget those three questions as you're evaluating what you should expect as a Wolfpack fan. Who's the bad actor? What kind of rule was violated? How extreme was the violation? 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. 
Wolfpack fans, what do you care about? What do you not care about when it comes to the investigation of your basketball program? Should you expect a miracle because your university has hired the same law firm that saved the University of North Carolina? Do you all remember? Social media experts and tough guys were calling for the death penalty in Chapel Hill. ESPN's Jay Billis, David Glenn of the David Glenn Show, not mere coincidence, we both have legal backgrounds, and a really small handful of others were telling you it was not likely to end that way, even as some so-called experts, I remember them being quoted in the News and Observer, and I'm not going to cast stones at the News and Observer for their coverage of it entirely because, frankly, in some ways they did award-winning work. They were quoting the wrong experts, though, as some were describing it as, you know, the sledgehammer is on the way. This is as egregious a violation and as perfect a fit for something close to the death penalty as anything we've seen since, you know, the actual SMU death penalty. That was way back in the 1980s. Well, those experts quoted by the NNO, and again, they did great work in most ways, in my opinion, as a journalist. They totally dropped the ball by relying on people like that instead of people like us who have a legal background and more detailed compliance understanding, knowing that the NCAA rules were not at all a great fit for the academic-inspired scandal in Chapel Hill. Remember, Carolina got in trouble with their accreditor, their academic accreditor, but they ended up getting no sanctions whatsoever from the NCAA, even though a lot of athletes took those bogus AFAM courses. So the question, and I, I don't blame you for asking it, should the Wolfpack expect a miracle now that they've hired the same law firm that, as the saying goes, allowed UNC to, quote, lawyer up and dodge all of the sanctions? Nothing, not a slap on the wrist, certainly not the death penalty, not a single repercussion from the NCAA itself toward the Tar Heels after what happened in Chapel Hill? The answer is no, you should not expect a miracle, and I think most of you know why. If you hand, let's say, a criminal defense attorney, right? If you hand a criminal defense attorney where they can find reasonable doubt in places A, B, C, D, and E, and they're good at their job, well, then you hand them a very winnable case. Again, the facts of the Carolina case, which might make you hold your nose because it smells bad and looks bad and is bad in some ways. The NCAA rules, and I don't expect you to know them well, but people like Jay and I saw from the beginning, this is going to be tricky. To steal the criminal justice phrase, there is, there is reasonable doubt all over the place. Well, wait a minute. It was an AFAM chair and his secretary behind it all. That's a lot different then Mark Gottfried, the coach, and his assistant Orlando Early. What, what created the scandal? Oh, it's state, in this state case, it's a basketball coach and his assistant buying a player, Dennis Smith Jr., through his family, being personally involved in such things. Oh, yeah, in Carolina's case, athletes took the AFAM classes, but it's not like Roy Williams cooked up the classes, right? That's a big difference. That's not a little difference. So you should not expect a miracle. That's not a slap at this law firm. They did brilliant work as UNC lawyered up and dodged those penalties. But this law firm was handed a case rife with reasonable doubt, and then they hit a grand slam in protecting the Tar Heels. The same law firm is not being handed a case that is rife with 
reasonable doubt. Now, they might be able to minimize the penalties. They'll come up with creative arguments to dodge this or that or minimize this or that. That's what good law firms do. But when your client, again, in the criminal justice case, well, let's see. Uh, the knife used in the murder was found at his house, and it has his fingerprints and blood all over it. And the victim's blood is also all, all over the knife. And then you start adding layers to that, right? At some point, a defense attorney knows, even if his client doesn't say so or her client doesn't say so, yeah, my guy did it, right? And my job is to just look, to put, you still put up, the, your obligation as an attorney is to put up the best argument, even if you know your client is guilty. You have to put up, you have to force the state in that context to meet all the elements of proving a crime. And if you can creatively plant a seed of doubt in one of those jurors, even in this asking for a miracle case, well, then you're earning your money as a criminal defense attorney. What the same law firm was handed by Carolina was rife with reasonable doubt. What the same law firm is being handed by North Carolina State University is a guilty client. Can they minimize the damage? That is what is reasonable to ask for because it's certainly not going to be a miracle. 1-800-849-2761. Wolfpack fans, what do you care about? What do you not care about? We'll take your questions and comments at 1-800-849-2761.